Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Radio. This thing right here. Yes, yes, today, yes, yes, today, you know, as we start this show, this one might be... There is a pause throughout the stadium as this man sounds like he just coughs up a lung. They're looking around. The jumbotron shows and pans the cheerleaders, and as it goes down each cheerleader's face, each one breaks up into laughter, which at this particular time destroys half the stadium. The other half is still trying to figure out what the hell just happened. Does this guy need uh, CPR or something? And then at that particular time, I lost it. Devon dropped Yes, 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 today. Love Talk Radio. Phoenix is another place. They got a great uh, training staff. I mean, they, they were able to breathe life back into track. And if you can do that, you know, people talk a lot about their <laughs> training staff. Love, love. Yes, yes, today, you know, as we start this show, this one mic. Be- before we get too far into it, we got a special guest that okay. we want to bring in. Okay. So we'll come back to Drake. We're not going to let Drake mess up our show. Drake going to have to wait because we got we got a guest bigger than that. I, I want to welcome to the show uh, uh, one of Michigan's own. Remember the National Championship 1989 team? To me, I already told him that. Had, had one of the best uh, dunks in the Final Four I've ever seen over Lowell Hamilton. I love that story. He talked about it. But now Michigan's back on the map with Juwan Howard. And so we're glad to have with us on the show my man, Sean Higgins. How you doing, Sean? I'm good, man. How you doing? Man, we're doing well. Uh, I appreciate you, uh, you know, uh, making time to be here. It's a, it's a, it's a good time. You, you're on the phone with uh, myself, my, my co-host, uh, Hank Davis, and uh, Darnell Kirkland. They, they'll, they'll chime in and ask some questions here in, in a minute. Um, but we, we definitely want to talk about this uh, uh, for the few of us on the phone, we, we have uh, we all have a connection to that area. So uh, the hiring of of, of, of Howard was uh, important to us in many different ways. Uh, but I, I think it's a, a really important story myself for for college basketball. And, and before we get into talking about Juwan in, in, in Michigan, you know, um, you know, as someone who was just recently on campus, as y'all being honored in, uh, for y'all y'all championship in 1989, how would you capture? the work that John Beeline did to kind of set Michigan up to this moment? Well, I think what he did, he changed the culture. You know, before he got there, there was a cloud over the program. And, and you know, we all know what that was about. But uh, John Beeline changed the culture of our program. He came in, he had a structure of his core values, and he brought in kids that, uh, that bought into it. And, you know, the University of Michigan, you know, our pedigree is all about character 
integrity and doing things the right way on and off the court. And so I think Coach Beeline did a great job of establishing that culture and, and the brand. And I think Jawan Howard <clears throat> coming in now um, have an opportunity to continue that. One of the things I, I you know, as I listen to um, even Jalen uh, talk about, you know, prior as, as, as people were, um, you know, considering and thinking about the possibility of, of, of Juwan being uh, uh, the coach there, you know, a lot of times when they mention it, that your name and Glenn and Loy and, you know, people don't understand the impact that your team actually had on those guys in terms of, how they view Michigan basketball and, and that connectivity between your national championship group. Um, you know, Rob Lincoln played with them. He also played with you. Um, you know, there's some connectivity there, but you can also tell the impact that, that y'all have on them when I hear them speak publicly when they talk about – they only talk about themselves coming back, but they talk about the, the way of uh, reengaging folks like you in the program. As people were considering Howard, how was, how was the, the, the buildup of, you know, you as alums and – how did y'all engage in that process? What does this mean to y'all, uh, you know, as an alumni community, even beyond how people frame it about the Fab Five? Well, you know, just to kind of, you know, backtrack a little bit, you know, the Fab Five, man, you know, th- th- those kids, especially Jalen and Chris being from Michigan, those like our little brothers. You know, That's I remember right. Jalen and Chris, yeah, yeah, I remember Jalen and Chris coming up and playing in the Sandy Sanders League with us in the summer in ninth grade. And you know, you know we're, we're we're grown men, and they're holding their own against us. And so they they got a chance to watch us play every day. I I heard Jalen today talk about how we were his squad. He was on ESPN and talk about how '89 team was his squad when he was coming up as a youngster. And I think what we did when we were able to you know win a national title when it's the way we played and carried ourselves, it kind of uh, it, it influenced those guys. And, you know, once Jalen and Chris, well, Juwan actually signed first with the Fab Five, and then uh, then the rest of the guys followed, um, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's how it went down. But, you know, him only being from Chicago, he was right around the corner, so he got a chance to see us play all the time as well. So, you know, that, that, that resonated with them. <clears throat> and, uh, and, and just the fact, you know, that, you know, Beeline really started the, the whole Calvary of bringing us back. Uh, and acknowledging the former players, and, and, you know, that's another feather in his hat uh, for doing that. And, it, and it's going to help recruiting, you know, when, when young players can see the tradition and, and, and the backstories of, of University of Michigan basketball and, uh, and, and bringing in a former player, bringing in an alumni. Uh, the, all that resonates, you know, with, with, uh, with, with our program nationally. And I think that's important. And, you know, one of the things I always try to capture in terms of this, the bridge of this, is that, you know, Beeline was, uh, you know, 270, uh, he had 278 wins, 150 losses in 12 seasons. You know, we all, you know, Big Ten championships, appearances in the title game. So he really built the program. One of the things that I know people have talked about over the years is you as someone who has, you know, grew up in the Ann Arbor area, understands, uh, you know, just the, the, the landscape of Michigan, um, and, and everything else, there's always been this, this idea that Michigan kind of gave up a share of recruiting in places like Flint and Saginaw and Detroit and, and places like that that also could bring quality players uh, uh, to uh, the university. How do you think the hiring of Howard does to, to kind of, you know, a place where, you know, for Michigan State, for the most part, it's kind of, you know, they, they, they're like the Miami Hurricanes. They kind of drew a circle around it. Um, how, how do you well, see Howard being able to interrupt that? 
Well, I think that's the way to combat that because Michigan State was able to, you know, grab a lot of those uh, blue chippers from us in the state, you know, just from the fact that they had more NBA players recently um, than we have. I mean, when you talk about Tim Hardaway Jr. and uh, and and, and uh, Stalkers, Nick Stalkers, you know, that's just recent. But if you go down the list, you're talking about Mo Pete. You know, you can go down the list of guys from Michigan State, you know, Mateen Cleaves, you know, those guys, you know, they, they, they kind of, uh, you know, put Michigan State back on the map because Michigan State was down. I mean, when we were in school, you know, you didn't hear about Michigan State like that other than Steve Smith. And so, you know, now, you know, Michigan State has taken over the ramp somewhat, I would say. I mean, V-Line was making it happen with kids that were not – you know, your your so-called McDonald's All-Americans or your blue chippers coming out of high school, he was able to develop talent. And so with Juwan being there, he's going to be able to do that. Plus, he has the NBA pedigree that's going to attract those blue chippers because let's be honest here, you know, all kids want to play in the NBA. Most yeah. kids are trying to get to college. They want to play in the NBA. That's why they pick the schools that they do because that's their dream. And Juwan's going to be able to sell them that dream and give them an honest opportunity to come in and develop and do that. And who else better to do that than someone who's already been there? I always tell people, if you want to be a doctor, don't learn from a plumber. And 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 that's uh, <laughs> and, and that's what we have now. We got a doctor at the at the at the, at the helm now. Yeah, picking up the pieces right 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 where uh, Coach Beeline left off. You know, I think Juwan's going to do a do an excellent job. You know, the first year is going to be tough. Um, and, and it's give him a chance to establish his culture and his brand and see what he can do. And, and before I hand it over to uh, Hank, uh, yeah, I think that's one of the things that, you know, as I was looking at it, you know, you have, uh, he has an opportunity uh, possibly to talk to, I think, uh, uh, Franz Va- uh, Wagner, uh, Mo Wagner's brother might be a possible, I think he was on campus last week. Um, so part of it is cleaning that up and then, you know, obviously building his coaching staff. There's some existing coaches there on the, uh, on the roster. But it also provides an opportunity even to bring back some former Michigan players who are coaching um, as well, who have people like Mark Hughes and some of these other guys who have been coaching uh, uh, places as well. So even building that culture, uh, you know, getting some more folks who are from Michigan involved in that whole recruiting process as well. Do you see, your, do you see yourselves as alums being tapped a little bit more around that recruiting part? Well, you know, I'm a Michigan man through and through. So if there's anything I can do to support the program and support Juwan, I'm here for him. You know, everyone has my phone number. So anything I can do. And when I'm out on the circuit, I'm actually at a game right now, scouting a spring league high school game. And um, so, 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 yeah. And I and I got on a Michigan a Michigan uh, fleece right now with a big M on it. <laughs> so you know, these kids. These kids yeah, these kids see me when I walk in the gym, so they, they know about the maze and blue and the block M. And so I'm always represent the school, the university, the community, uh, and, and all the rest of the guys will too. And that, that's why I thought this was a good hire, uh, you know, just basically, um, you know, piggybacking off of B-line, you know, and, and keeping that momentum going. And, uh, you know, we, we, we're in good shape right now, man. You know, you know, that's a family. Michigan basketball is it's a fraternity. And so whatever we can do to support the program, I'm sure everyone is on board. Well, this is what we're going to do. We know you're, we know you're uh, uh, out there and busy and we love to be able to uh, 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 have you even come back and, and visit with us. Um, 
you know, it, it, this is a good time in Michigan basketball. And, um, you know, uh, I love to be able to engage you as we start to see this onboarding a little bit. Um, sure. But I also wanted to, I also wanted to um, give you an opportunity, um, you know, as we always do in here, to talk a little bit about what you're doing. Because um, I think you're doing really good work uh, with young folks. Yeah, what I what I um, what I'm doing right now in terms of basketball, I run a, a organization uh, called Nine Star Basketball Camps and Scouting Services. We're uh, NCA compliant. Our scouting services, which means we can sell our scouting reports uh, and distribute them to college programs throughout the country. Uh, we do combine and uh, showcase events. Basically, our first uh, first part of our camps is all station skill stations. And then the second day is uh, five on five games, and so we streamline our our games to college coaches doing the dead periods so they can't come out. So it gives kids opportunities to get more exposure because the NCAA has cut back the live events, the live periods now, and so it's not as much exposure for kids who may per se fall through the cracks. And so we provide that 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 alternative for kids and student athletes uh, to you know be seen by college programs. And so that, that's primarily what I do in terms of basketball right now. Previous to that, I was coaching at the JUCO level. I was the head coach in Seattle at the JUCO. Was able to send, uh, you know, close to 30 kids throughout a three-year span to uh, to four-year universities. And four of those kids are playing overseas now. So I, I feel good about that. Sorry if you guys hear a lot of noise in the background. Like I was missing to you guys. I'm at a basketball game right now. No, nah, we all good. We all good. Well, you know, we we okay. we thank you. We, we thank hey, you for the time. Go, before we go, before we go, I, I got I got to get in. Okay, I, I got to holler at Sean real quick. Sean, it's been a long yeah. time since I've heard you, brother. Uh, you may not remember me. We go all the way back to the 1989 era. Uh, I'm cousin of, uh, of of Maurice and Chuck. You know, we used to, you, we used to sit around there and you used to talk about how much you used to love Sam for the Sun back in the day, man. So we go all the way back to back to that time. Yeah, you know, we we was kids then. But before yeah. you go, I, I just need for you to uh, uh, answer a question for me, okay? You okay. Uh, of of the team that won the national championship saw the Fab Five, and you that were and so you of all people know the Michigan fan base. You know how fickle right. the Michigan fan base is. Uh, uh, help me. To to uh, calm the Michigan fan base down about Juwan Howard, about his lack of experience not being as much of a factor as they're making it out to be. Well, you know, for one, I mean, how do you expect him to get experience? You know, you have to give him the opportunity. And the other part of right. it is he has experience. I mean, he played 20 years in the NBA. I mean, and he's coached six years in the NBA. So that's a total of 26 years he's played and been around professional basketball. He was a high school All-American. And, and I'm not here to, you know, to toot Juwan's horn because the verdict is still out there if he's going to be able to get the job done. But in terms of his qualifications, who else is more qualified than he is, you know, that was available? And so the Michigan fan base has to give him an opportunity. You know, I see all the things that they're putting out there on social media in terms of, you know, walk them home and, you know, we can't wait to get started and see you on the sidelines. Then, you know, don't just say that. Believe in it and, and, and get a guy a chance. I agree with you. And just to add one more thing to that is that you can't lump one guy into a group of guys or, or a few guys that may have got 
involved or caught up in a in a in a in, a, in some controversy. You know, from what I understood during that time, Juwan Howard was squeaky clean, and so you know uh, you can't you can't lump Juwan Howard into that same group. You know, in terms of you know what happened with the uh, with the fallout. I, I think I you get it right agree on the head. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say I, I, I think you're right on with that, and I, and I think one of the things that I think is uh, important to hit on this is he well he I believe he graduated in three years, and so I mean yes, he did. one of the things that we talk about excellence. Um, yeah, he. I think he graduated before he left in three years. So I think people have to no, remember he, that he ended up going. He, he came back after his rookie year and got his degree. After his year. Yeah. So it was. It was, yeah. it was. It was after his junior year. So I mean, you know, when you when you think about that, that the whole idea of what it means to, means to be a student athlete and fulfilling sure. what you want to have in Michigan, he's done that. On top of that, right. So right. You, you, I, I agree with you talking about you know giving a chance. I think all the advantages you have is. That you know, and what we're seeing with Penny Hardaway is that there's an awareness uh, about who he is, and and you know that as well. Is that that awareness about who he is uh, and, and and how he approaches things will play well in home. So you know, like you said, we got to give him a chance, see what's going on, but we can't deny that the energy's there. So there's a lot of positive. Oh, no question about. Yeah. Well, hey, hey, man, no I'm not gonna hold you. I, I want you to be able to do what you're doing at the school there, but I would say this. We always want to bring you back to RSG, brother. Anytime you are here, we love having you. Uh, we appreciate you, and uh, we will always try to promote what you're doing because we appreciate what you're doing for the young folks. Uh, so I want you to, you know, have a blessed, uh, blessed evening, man. And I look forward to uh, connecting with you again soon. No, oh, anytime, man. I look forward to it, and I always have a good time talking to you guys, man. And you know, especially when we're talking about the schoolhouse and and Michigan and Ann Arbor and, and Detroit. You know, that's. That's the stumping grounds, man, and you know we we did some great things during that era. So it's always fun to reminisce and talk about the stuff. And it's an exciting time in Michigan basketball right now, you know, bringing back one of the Fab Five members, one of our own, and uh, and, and just you know taking our program to the next level. You know, we need some more banners up there, man. That, that's hey, it. Hey. That's it. <laughs> so so get out there, and get your tickets, people. And uh, we want to thank again our man Sean Higgins. Member of the 1989 national championship team, uh, uh, former NBA player, did everything at all levels, and now he's developing that next generation of talent, man. Sean, uh, uh, be well, man, and, and until next time. All right, likewise, man. Thanks a lot. All right, take care. Thanks, Sean. All right, thanks a lot. Thank you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.